Welcome to the Iron Money Podcast. This is your host, Donnie Tudal. Today, we're going to go through my takeaway of my reading of the book, Free Agent Lifestyle. Now, I read this book yesterday on a road trip, and to be completely honest with you, I almost turned it off. Um, the first little bit, honestly, it was just, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, damn, this guy just is like really, really dislikes women. There's some issues there. There's some things being said that I, I don't really like. I'm not a hundred percent with, but you know, I, I do, I work very hard to really try and see both sides of an argument. And, you know, if I hear something out, worst case scenario, like, I disagree with it and I don't take anything from it. And you know what? I trade a little bit of time for that, but you know, maybe, maybe I could take something away from it. So it was in that spirit that I continued to listen to this book and, you know, kind of hear what it had to say. Personally, I'm extremely grateful for that because it got to the point where it was one of those things where I don't necessarily like, how certain things are being said or certain pieces of what are, what is being said. But there were some huge, huge pieces. And by the end of the book, like I was so clear on some things that I genuinely needed to change. And it just kind of brought light, you know, uh, it was kind of like having an asshole friend that you, you got to sift through a, a three or four hour conversation with a lot of bullshit in it to take away a half hour to an hour of, potentially life-changing information and that's what this was for me not that it was bullshit but this guy has obviously been been done extremely wrong by you know one or multiple women he went through a very seemingly traumatic divorce and while my divorce was not that traumatic there was so much bullshit with it that i can only imagine something you know someone Something that somebody went through that was genuinely traumatic. Um, and, and, you know, as far as like my divorce, it's been one of those things where I have kept my mouth shut. I have not set the record straight. And, you know, the, there's a saying where it's like the squeaky wheel gets oiled. And a friend of mine <laughs> told me the full saying. It was a squeaky wheel gets oiled until it falls over. And I started laughing because I was like, yeah, like my ex is bitching about this, whining about that, crying about this, blah, blah, blah. And things started not to add up for a lot of people. And her respect for her from a lot of people, you know, whether it be Southern California and the Flathead and Missoula across the state and bodybuilding and powerlifting has, uh, has taken a beating without me having to say anything. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know what, like everyone kind of gets done wrong. Um, just this guy took it more than others, but for whatever reason, this guy has made it his mission as a result of his divorce and the things that his ex-wife did to really speak out and speak up and put some stuff out there and while it being an abrasive way, some of it was on point. I took a different approach and kind of let, you know, the cards fall as they may and things have happened with that things have you know sorted themselves out i've had people come to me but the only reason i've even talking about my divorce is that divorce that situation created a lot 
of opportunities for me to grow or not grow. And I think I've done both. And I'll dig into that a little bit as we, uh, as we talk about this. The only reason I am doing this podcast is I, I made an Instagram post probably, oh, let's see. I posted this three hours ago, and I'll read it for you. Sometimes we forget, as a society that so aggressively pushes women as the prize to be chased, that we as men hold the key more often than not and deserve to be valued as well, especially by ourselves. I read a book in its entirety yesterday yesterday that gave me a very aggressive reframing of how I look at relationships in general. I'm going to be cutting a lot out of my life. The realization of things I've been doing, struggling with, and allowing in my life was just eye-opening. Hearing it spelled out in a blunt, no BS manner was really needed. And this is very blunt, very, very no BS. Truly understanding your worth must be accompanied with demanding what you deserve and standing up for yourself. Someone isn't willing to match you. They aren't for you. And that goes both ways. I've fallen short in that and will be addressing it. It applies to platonic relationships as well. Everything is an investment, especially time spent with somebody. It's time to invest in me. Tired of dating apps, chasing and investing in things that might be this or that when I'm right here, completely deserving of that investment from myself and generally wasting resources on bullshit. I'm just not going to do it anymore and I'm excited for that. No more holding myself back. Let's get to work. Now, I've had 13 people reach out to me in three hours saying, hey, what's that book? And honestly, I don't want to, I didn't want to like type it out. And it's like, oh, here it is, Reagent Lifestyle. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in that book. And there's a lot of uh, terms used that I'm personally not proud of for the, for the journey. But I am proud of or happy with. The result that I got from listening to it is kind of one of those things where somebody's talking about things and certain points that they bring up kind of cause a shift in you. And it might not be the shift that they were intending, or it might be the shift that they were intending, but it's not necessarily for the reasons. Like they'll bring up certain points, you're like, oh, that applies to me. And oh, I need to adjust this. And you know, I didn't realize that. So I'm gonna go through some of the examples for myself. Some of the things that I'm going to do and just, you know, just my general thoughts on it. I will say, I have not read a book that made me so immediately implement pretty fucking drastic changes in my life. Um, Some of those are simple. Some of those are not. But I'm going to use my closet as an example. Some of you have been in my house. Some of you have been in my room. Some of you have seen my closet. There's a metric fucking ton of shit in my closet. So when I got home yesterday, the first thing I did was took all my clothes out of my bag, tossed it in the washing machine, started my whatever, pulled my stuff out of the dryer, put it on my bed. And instantly I was like, man, there's so much bullshit in my closet right now. So I went through and I tore everything out and I put everything in its place I took probably half of what was in my closet and I threw it in a pile on the ground. That is going to Goodwill after I let some friends go through. Cause there's, I mean, there's brand new shit in there. Um, 
that I just never wear. So I'm gonna let some friends dig through it. The remainders are going to go to Goodwill. Um, so I immediately cut out all the shit that I don't need. From there, I went through and probably the next messiest piece in my closet was like my socks and my underwear. So I threw it all out on the floor. Any underwear that I don't wear or socks that I don't wear, I got rid of. Um, anything that was there for like a maybe, I got rid of. Now, if there was pieces that had a tool in a specific like place in my closet, I organized them correctly. I put all the socks in one tub. I put all the underwear in another tub. Um, got rid of the shoes that I don't wear. Blah, blah, blah. And then I went through and basically, what is my season right now? Okay, well, it's, it's hot as balls out. So I went through and I got all the clothes I normally wear when it's hot as balls out. Hung them up. All my shirts, organized them, you know, collared, long sleeve. There's a couple long sleeves. Um, T-shirts, tank tops. And then over the top of that, I put my pants that I wear and shorts that I wear, like, you know, to work or out. And then on another one, I put all my like gym type of shorts and things like that, some sweats and just, you know, whether it be going to the lake, going to the gym or just like, screw it. I'm running to the grocery store real quick. I'm going to toss on some short or some sweats, whatever it may be, that type of stuff. Everything else, like all my hunting gear, all my cold weather gear, all the stuff that I don't need, I moved to a different closet space and I threw all my extra bullshit in there as well any like excess beast athletes clothing that i have that is kind of for you know a rainy day um my glacier football stuff some of the stuff that i need to remove but still have access to i got rid of that and placed it somewhere else and then everything that's in my closet now it's clear it's concise it's very 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 downsized and it's only what i need shoes are organized clothing's organized and it's clean and it's clutterless um and that is kind of what I'm trying to do with my life right now. So since December, um, uh, not to get too into detail, but I mean, to put it simply, like I was told in December that I could have my life back. Like I could have my ex-wife back. I could have kids back. I could move to Missoula. I could do all these different things. And then within a few days, I was told that that wasn't an option because um, of an ongoing relationship on their side and then some excess gaslighting type of bullshit. And from there, I was in a good spot, but I spiraled pretty aggressively. And this was the week before my meet. So yes, there was some, there was some fuckery here, um, which is why that meet was such a big deal for me. But I spiraled down. Instead of going to San Antonio to just like enjoy myself, I went to San Antonio to like triage myself and deal with some of the things. And, you know, um, it, it was a very different setting for me. And then just a little bit more travel, went through Christmas, got through all that type of stuff. And finally, about what was it? The second week of January, I went to this IFCA summit type of thing. And I went into legacy with them and I got into a room of like very like-minded individuals and they're all just like hammering and dealing with their stuff. And I was able to openly talk about the things that happened in my relationship and happened in my life leading up to that point recently, the things, you know, causing me to do the things that I am doing. And from that moment, you know, openly talk in a setting like that, 
man, like it got so much better so quickly. And finally, like probably three weeks later, I woke up and I was in such a better spot. Like the, the work that I'd already done in therapy to that point really opened some doors for me, grew me a lot. And then the trauma that I experienced of saying, of being told like you can have your family back, still love you, blah, blah, blah. I want to be with you. And then having that ripped away, that, that was trauma. That was blunt force trauma that caused me to regress. But as soon as I woke up and I was like, you know what? All right, let it go. That was a very um, instrumental piece of my life because the groundwork had been done and I had to just simply heal from what had just happened to me. And when that happened, I was able to move forward. And for whatever reason, my biggest goal, my biggest thing that I thought I needed to do was to find somebody to start my life with and all these different things. So I searched for that aggressively. And I'm one of those kind of people that when I have my person, I'm good. It doesn't matter if they're a thousand miles away or they live with me. I can focus on the other things that I have going on. I can still focus on that relationship and do my part in that. But I can really focus on work. There's no like search. There's no like, there's no stress, stressor that I am searching out. Like, you know, searching for a partner is a stressor. Uh, searching for growth in business is a stressor. Pushing yourself, getting out of your comfort zone. Those are different stressors. But um, a romantic relationship was something that I was constantly on a search for. And in my opinion, not a very healthy way looking at it now. Like I know I'm mentally prepared for it and capable, but I was just putting so much emphasis on that. It was distracting me from everything else in life. Like spending time with family, spending time with my friends. The only thing it didn't really distract me from was the gym and preparing for meets. Uh, it definitely has hurt my business. Um, so you know, I would be sitting there uh, working on stuff and I get distracted. I go to the bathroom. And, you know, get on Instagram or get on a dating app, like whether it be Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever. And I just allow all this stuff to be so distracting to me because I'm sitting here like, oh, well, you know, my my purpose in life is to be able to have a family and have a have a person, have a partner, have a lover that I'm committed to and that I'm with to grow this life together. And that got so distracting and so like overwhelming and it's something that's been bugging the hell out of me. And I haven't really, uh, I've had some opportunities, but they've kind of had different ways of, you know, not working out, which is fine. But I was going through and I was, you know, I read through some different books and I was just kind of looking at like some credits on Audible. So I was just scrolling and, and this one caught my eye. I was like free agent lifestyle. And I was like, you know what? Like maybe this is something talking about just being single. So Cool downloaded it, finished the book that I was working on. And then I had three books. Um, the three books that I had purchased to listen to, um, let me see. They were, well, free agent lifestyle, the book of numbers and the alter ego. I think the only reason I listened to free agent lifestyle was because it was the first one done downloading. So I hit play on it and I almost turned it off. I'm really, really, again, grateful I did because I'm coming home and I hit about Sealy Lake. Sealy Lake to Kalispell is like an hour and a half plus or minus. And 
And when I hit Sealy Lake, it just hit me. And I was like, you know what? I am, I'm done, dude. I'm fucking done. Some of the things that it talks about in here is how much we put as a society, you know, women on a pedestal and they're the prize and they're the thing to be sought after. And we have to give our time. We have to give our attention. We have to give our focus. We have to give our respect. We have to give our money. We have to give all this stuff in exchange for their time and just their time. Like there's, there's no real, like, I know a lot of women firmly believe like, oh, well, me simply showing up is good enough for the investment that you made in me. You should be honored that I'm here. Whether you flew me across the country, you came across the country to see me, or you just, you know, took me out locally, whatever. Like me just simply being here is prize enough for you, man. And you can deal with it. Whether I'm snotty or very nice or treat you well or treat you poor, like I'm here. What are your other wishes? Like, you know, that type of an attitude. And I see that a lot. Now that comes out in communication that comes out in like effort that comes out in willingness to like, you know, maybe contribute. Um, you know, you'd be shocked how many people, even since something like dropping this podcast, the, the album artwork for this podcast and the money, I mean, it is somewhat satire. Like, no, I do not walk around with hundred dollar bills and shit just like in my pocket getting ready to throw around like the number of women that have reached out to me and like tried to initiate like oh i want to go here or you know oh i saw you post about iceland i would love to go with you there and you know (laughs) it's insane it's absolutely fucking insane it's like all right like so few people are willing to actually throw in and invest in the person that they're looking to date and that, that's one thing that, that has just become so frustrating. And I bought into that heart. Um, I've spent way too much money since I've gotten divorced, like trying to buy into this thing. And, and having somebody tell me in the form of a book that I'm being a fucking moron for doing that was something that I really needed because if I want to invest in somebody, I should be investing in myself. Now, if somebody wants to mutually invest with me in something together, that's a little bit different conversation. But I mean, I, it got, it's to the point where like deleting all the dating apps off my phone, anything that is designed to go and chase after women or have opportunities to meet women like that, that's gone for me. I'm removing that. Um, and then, like, let's say Instagram or Facebook, like, I'm going to go through there. And I'm literally going to go through. There's, not, there's like 2,050 people that I follow on Instagram. I'm going to go through and ask myself, why do I follow this person? Okay. Is it, is it a good reason or is it a bad reason? All right. Unfollow. Or continue to follow. Unfollow. Continue to follow. Whatever it may be. But there's probably 200 people in here that I follow just simply because, like, they're attractive or I thought it might be something where... I might be interested in like pursuing something with them. And I've done so much to just like, that sounds so stupid to say out loud, but I've done so much in my life, whether it be, you know, dating apps, the amount of time spent on dating apps or on social media is astonishing. I mean, even if it's like an hour a day, the amount of money that I make on that is zero. 
and the amount of money I make when I'm not on that is, is solid. So it is costing me so much money. It is insane. And I can't do that anymore. Going out on dates or, you know, living in Montana, like I damn near refuse to date in Montana because it's such a small community. Everybody is in everybody's shit. And honestly, a lot of people my age are so like, I know people that still live at home. I'm 31 years old. I know people who don't have jobs. I know people who refuse to go get jobs. I get, I know people who refuse to help themselves in their career, taking care of themselves and whatever it may be. And, you know, I'm just not willing to, not that they're not good people, but I mean, if you don't have your shit together, you don't have your shit together. And I do. And after this last, after my divorce, like I'm never going to be a person that's like, oh, you're not happy with where you're at. Well, okay. So you work in an eye clinic. I'm going to help you build up what you got going on. And then we're going to do it together. And then we're going to get to the point where you're making a quarter million a year. You don't have to work in your eye clinic anymore. You don't have to worry because you have 10 times the amount of money and savings that you did when I entered your life. Plus, you have a job that's creating you four or five times more money than the job that you did working half of the time. You have all the freedom in the world. And now I'm expendable. Peace out. Like, okay, cool. See you later. You want some of my money to take with you? Cool. Like, I'm never going to allow myself to be put in that position again. Because there's so many people out there that have their shit together. Just kind of seems like a lot of them are not local to me. So when I go and travel to meet somebody, if that is, and honestly, I haven't really had the opportunity to do that because I've been so damn busy. But in the few instances where it has, you know, the most common occurrence is it being a waste of time. Most importantly, being a waste of money, which you can make back. But getting that, I'm sitting here like months later, reflecting over the last amount of time, like the last six months, nine months. It's like, fuck, dude, make better choices, invest in yourself. So that's what I'm doing. It starts with something as simple as coming home, cleaning out my closet, making my bed, being deliberate in what I have to do with work today, um, not getting on dating apps, not scrolling through social media, looking at whatever, getting rid of OnlyFans, things like that. Like those little things are so time consuming and so bandwidth consuming. And when I say bandwidth, I mean like if you are working and you are more concerned with, you know, the notifications coming to your phone from Bumble or from Hinge or from Tinder or did that OnlyFans chick message you back or did, is there a, something in your OnlyFans message or an inbox? Um, did that chick follow you back on Instagram? Did she like your shit? Did anyone like your shit? All that type of stuff. Like, fuck me, man. Like, I'm not allowing that to affect me anymore. So, you know, I'm going to be on there. I'm going to post the shit I need to. I'm going to interact with the clients that I need to. But even Instagram, like Instagram, if you want to download a dating app, Instagram is the best dating app in the world. Instagram is. It's not, it's not Tinder. It's not Hinge. It's not Bumble. It's not Grinder. It's not any of that shit. It is instagram um but you know using it like that like instagram for me is a tool it is a tool to make money it is a tool to showcase what i do it is a tool to showcase my people and it's a tool to reach out to really amazing people have interactions with them create bonds and try to help them improve their life and live a stronger life and you know to 
pay me to help them to do it because I am good at it. This is what my group does. This is what we do at a high level. And, uh, you know, all this extra noise, all this extra bullshit has taken away so much of that. And I feel terrible for that. Like I genuinely apologize to so many people, clients, prospective clients, people whose time I have wasted, people who have wasted my time. I apologize for like allowing them to do that. Um, and I'm so excited. And even if I don't agree with everything that this guy had to say or how he said it, like the fact that this guy is a women's basketball coach blows my fucking mind. <sighs> Reading this from a, from a perspective of somebody who doesn't like hate women. I was like, damn dude, like a lot of this shit might be like crossing certain lines, but here, here's one of those things. Like, I don't care who somebody is or what their values are or how they speak to people. If they say something that I align with, even if it's only half of a percent of what they say, and I can take something away from that to better myself with, I'm going to take that and I'm going to better myself with it. And I don't care where that comes from. I don't care from if it's from you know Adolf Hitler himself giving out dating advice. If I can take one little piece from that dude, I'm going to, and I'm still going to think, wow, that guy's a piece of shit. He did a bunch of terrible things and you know what? I don't think he's a good person, but if I'm able to take one piece, one sliver of advice, that's going to make a positive impact on my life. I'm going to do that. And comparing this dude to Adolf Hitler is way, way, way overstepping. So that's not my intent, but it does solidify the point that I don't care where good information comes from. If it's good information and you can, take it and make it work for you definitely do that and that's why i like this book um i went from disliking it to respecting the message that it sent to me so the biggest thing that i really want to do with this podcast is to put out there i mean first off i don't give a fuck if you think that it was appropriate for me to take away stuff from this book or not. i really don't care i don't care if you like it i don't care what your thoughts are about me for taking away pieces but I do want to openly say like, hey, there are certain things. If you read the free agent lifestyle and you are female, there's going to be some shit in here that you might not like to hear. You got to ask yourself the question though. Do you not like to hear it because it's true or because it's disrespectful? Where does that lie? Yes, I agree. There are disrespectful aspects to it. But there's also a lot of truth to it. And once I kind of cut out the white noise and took out the meat of what was being said, it was a really, really phenomenal book. The thing that I am going to take away from this, the number one thing, man, I am going to be very selective on who I spend legitimate time with. You're getting time with me at this point. You got to be a very special human being, um, especially if you're a female, because I am done wasting my time. I'm wasting my time on people who are dead ends, people who don't have their stuff together, people who can potentially take advantage of me like I've been taken advantage of. And I'm just simply not going to allow that in my world anymore. And good for me for that. Like, I am worth it. Um, so many people put it out there as like, women are the prize. Well, sorry. Like, most of the time that might not be the case. And he lines that out very well. Like, think about it. Who provides? Who, who provides this? Who provides that? Who takes care of this? Who takes care of that? Everybody has their pieces. But more often than not, if a man leaves a picture, 
and you cut him out, let's say he dies, that family's going to be put in jeopardy, whether that mom is working or not, a very, very, very large amount of time. And that's really sad. That, that sucks. That's a terrible situation for somebody to be in. And I wish that wasn't the case, but there is a lot of truth to that. And I think if we, as a society, I mean, if, if you know, women want to be to the point where they're self-sufficient, things like that, I mean, you know, do the work, do the things like that. I know so many women in my space that are so much more successful than me and they do such an amazing job. So I know it's out there. I know it's out there because I see it on such a day-to-day basis. I think the group that I'm in, it's probably 80% women, 20% men. And these women kick our asses. And I'm so proud of that because they are taking like the bull by the horns, hundred percent. They're making the life that they want for their families, whether their husbands are involved or not, or they have a man involved or not, or their husband is a breadwinner or not. I, I think most of the women in this group, they are the breadwinners. I think a lot of their husbands actually work for them. So good for them. I know it's out there. I know that example is being set. So if you as a woman are listening to this book and you're hearing things, you're like, oh, shit, like, I really don't like that. Ask that question. Like, can you, Why don't you like it? And if you don't like it because some of it is true and you're in that situation where you are depending on certain things, like find a mentor, find somebody that is where you want to be or where you desperately need to be and spend more time around them. You are an average of the five people you spend the most time around. You are an average of the five people you spend the most time around. Okay. So the more deliberate I've got with the people who I spend time with outside of the gym, the better off I have become and the more successful I've become and the more money I've been able to make and the more opportunity to make money I've had. Now, I just happen to reinvest goddamn near all my money into my businesses. So I'm running around, you know, I'm not, I'm not cash poor, but there are days where I'm like, Oh God, I really wish I didn't have money tied up in X, Y, and Z because it would be a lot more comfortable right now. But I'm also 31. I'm not supposed to be super comfortable right now, but when I hit 40, I'm going to be goddamn real comfortable enjoying whatever the hell I want with whoever the hell I want. And I think making these adjustments are going to be, you know, really big. So didn't mean for this to be a half hour worth of ranting about this, not ranting, but, you know, sharing my thoughts with it. But I do want to get this out there because a lot of people are asking me. Um, and I feel like it's, it's valuable worth hearing a little bit of a preface and why I took something away from it. Now, now that I put this out here, feel free, please. To reach out to me, ask questions. Some of the stuff in here, I know how I communicate, doesn't always link up with somebody else. Um, you know, I'll try and say something and I'll be talking about like how beautiful the moon is, and somebody else will be like, you know what, what you just said, um, really, it, it sounded like this. I'm like, bro, I wasn't even talking about spaghetti, I was talking about the moon. I don't know how we had this miscommunication here. So, Ask, ask your questions. If there's things that, uh, that we're just not on the same page with, you know, let's, let's get on the same page. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there we go. I just, I just read a, actually a little part of a post where somebody said, uh, cleaning out the closet 
document like absolute fucking literally i literally cleaned out my closet last night and that was about as metaphorical as it can get for what i am doing in my life so you can't communicate correctly great that's fine if you can't have a healthy relationship or be on the same page that's fine go to therapy get some help get it taken care of and it will all take care of itself if you don't you're gonna continue to have the same bullshit so set your standards set the things that you want to go after and let's hear it like, let's let's get it i want to i want to hear some success stories i want to hear some people getting through it i want to hear some you know some men that are able to honestly say like you know this was good for me because of these specific pieces and i am doing x y and z to improve myself awesome I want to hear from some females where it's like, you know what? I read this and I didn't like it. Well, maybe I did like it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you guys just agree hundred um, percent. But it inspired me to change X, Y, and Z. Like, what, what type of changes are you guys making? You guys and girls making, and how is it going to allow you to kick ass moving forward? I hope that is what um, that post and this podcast brings out of people, but I will leave it on this. If you share something with people and you give your honest feedback and say, hey, you know what? This is where I'm struggling or this is where what you did made me feel this way, things like that. And they turn around and just like throw it in your face. That's toxic as fuck. If they can't not take a situation like that, and just blow it up and make it super inappropriate and make it super dramatic instead of saying, okay, you know what? I hear where you're at. Or they bounce all over from like, oh, I'm really sorry for making you feel that way. I would never do that to, haha, you're a piece of shit. To, oh, I'm really sorry. To, oh, well, you should have done this. Like, all right, you don't need that in your life. That's simple. That's okay. And they probably don't need it in your life either because just because there's attraction doesn't mean that two people come together is good. Sometimes it's just very toxic and that's all it is. So be willing to walk away from stuff. Be willing to walk away from opportunities. That whole fear of missing out, it's okay to miss out sometimes because most of the time, it's not going to be what you need. It might be what you want. But I mean, genuinely, like the whole like, ah, like I need you, I don't want you. That's great. Like, yeah, I, I'm not going to need anybody. I want people. But the people that I want need to have certain things put together. And if they don't, then it's just, it's just what it is. So play with that. I think there's a lot of conversation to be had here. I hope this causes a lot of conversation with me because this is something that I want to grow in. So if you got feedback and stuff like that, by all means, throw it at me. Can't wait to talk to you guys. Appreciate you guys tuning into the Iron Money Podcast. I'll talk to you next time.